This is our People and Mother Earth on KWSO. March 10th, 2022 is the 65th anniversary of the day that Celilo Falls was inundated, destroying a way of life that had thrived for thousands of years. A commemoration will be held at Blue Lake Park. My name is Arlen Stoyer. I am with the Jim Pepper Native Arts Council, and we are located in Portland, Oregon as a nonprofit. Our mission is to carry out Native arts, music, culture, and tradition. And we've been putting on festivals in Portland for the past 10 years. And uh, recently we applied for a grant to do some uh, projects in the states of Oregon parks uh, with our musicians, contemporary and traditional. And uh, we did receive the grant. We provided a video and we highlighted our concern about the upcoming 65th anniversary of the inundation of our Celilo Falls, the mighty wonder of the world. And so we didn't know that they forwarded our grant to another source in Portland, the Metro, and the Metro called us and said they had leftover money that they wanted to hand to us. And um, so we responded immediately uh, two months ago and traveled to Celilo for tribal protocol to get the blessings of all the elders and the chief, Mianis, and um, all the surrounding people that had a concern about various portions of the program. And we've been visiting the, uh, the four tribes of the Columbia River Intertribal Fish Commission, the Warm Springs, the Yakima, the Nez Perce, and the Umatilla. And so we are uh, going to have this event, and it's public, to be held at the Blue Lake Park at Fairview, Oregon, which is near Portland, near the river. And that is one of the requirements by the grant, that it must be in their specific county. And so it's a pretty good size park, and we expect a tremendous response with uh, all the tribes, including Colville, who uh, are also along the Columbia River. We are going to be starting the day that's March 10th, 2022, the exact day that we lost the wonderful sound of the water. We now have the silence of the water for 65 years. And it happened on that, that day, which happens to be a Thursday. And so we're going to do it on that day at 9 a.m. We will start with the horse parade, the traditional horses. And we've been on the phone with all four tribes. Of course, the Nespers are well known for their their Appaloosas, and the Umatillas have their Cayuse horses. And so uh, we'll be privileged to see that, that traditional parade. We'll have the veterans do the color guard and posting of the colors. They'll also close the day at the end of the day. And uh, there's a number of royalty that will be assisting with the, the parking and the elders and the handicapped and the dignitaries. And we'll have media presence. Uh, following that will be wash services. 
And, of course, we'll have our Celilo subchief that will be handling the bell for that portion of the services. There will be no type of video recording or uh, any cameras allowed during our service for that portion. Following that, we'll have a salmon bake. All four tribes plus Colville are donating salmon and deer, and Colvilles are bringing a moose. So we'll have uh, the salmon bake with with the deer stew and uh, other accompaniments. And then we'll have our, our own entertainers from various tribes d- doing um, more contemporary style out of Nez Perce, Yakima, Umatilla, and Warm Springs on hand to fill in the program as we go forward with uh, the speakers that will arrive the city of Portland and Metro, who are the key sponsors, will be speaking, and we'll have the the four chairmen, and we'll also have um, my cousin Linda Mianis Lamouche will be sharing her experience, and, and also um, we'll have Asia Dakota, the executive director of the Columbia River Intertribal Fish Commission. We suggested that she would share the more contemporary technology and research and legislation that they have been involved with for our river, Inchawana. Uh, and then uh, the keynote speaker will be Elizabeth Woody, who is a former Oregon poet laureate uh, from Warm Springs, and she's written seven books. And so um, we're we're... Pleased to have many sponsors. The Confluence are going to provide medallions, and it'll have beautiful picture of of the fishermen on a scaffold. And the other side of the coin will have the ancient uh, falls, and we'll have some. The theme is uh, past, present, and future, and so that is what we're determined to have on March tenth, twenty twenty two at the Blue Lake Park at Fairview, Oregon. And we encourage you to be there. We want the government to know we are still here, our river people. We're still conducting our way of life, and we want you to dress in your finest traditional regalia. Nye. That's Arlen Stryer talking about the 65th anniversary commemoration of the inundation of Celilo Falls on Thursday, March 10th at Blue Lake Park in Fairview, Oregon. Linda Mianis is the great-granddaughter of Celilo Chief Tommy Thompson. She was present 65 years ago when Celilo Falls was inundated. She is involved in helping commemorate that day. She talks about the impact that moment in time had in disrupting Native people's way of life. It's been an honor to, you know, share my story about Celilo. Uh, my great-grandma Flora, she come after me at... Um, Catholic school in Portland to see this inundation. I was six years old, and I remember seeing it. You know, it's a a great loss to many of our elders that are are gone now, especially this one. Um, But I'm very proud and honored to talk about who I am 
you know, because I, I just want to share my stories of growing up there like my grandma taught me to be. And I'm hoping that people that come down to Fairview will see some of our elders share their stories of growing up down there. Uh, sometimes it hurts, but it's easier to talk about each time. That Salila was a great loss to many of our tribes before they even were tribes. Um, it was a big trading place, a big uh, bartering place down there. Before we even knew what money was, we used to trade salmon for different areas of uh, the reservations in Oregon and Canada. We had people come from even New Zealand or from Australia to partake in our annual salmon feast we used to have and powwow we used to have down at Salilo. Sure miss it, but I can't wait when we have the next powwow coming up. Um, well, I remember my grandma, she told me that grandpa wasn't going to be there because he was in a nursing home because he was... He was what they say he died when he was 107, but he actually died when he was 114. You know, because a lot of times they didn't have this written down. But I was a baby when Grandma would come uh, talk to me in the native language and tell me stories and, you know, all of these things that we're supposed to know now. Uh, but I really enjoy telling my stories because I. I work with Confluence. I'm contract with Confluence. It's a non-profit organization based in Vancouver where I talk to different schools, you know, from 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th graders and even to colleges uh, like Clark College, Portland State. I talk about growing up down at Salilo and how important things were back in the day and how our salmon is part of, you know, the main subsistence, you know, and everything else that we have that we're supposed to do. But I remember Salilo, the mist in my face, you know, and the smell of salmon cooking on sticks and the songs that they sing and the prayers that they do and all the, watching the grandmas, you know, teaching the young ones about how to, what they're supposed to do in the longhouse like we do now. And, you know, I I know that it was hard for me sometimes to even be down there, but it just brings back good memories of the losses we had and the teachings that they showed me and shared with me and what I'm supposed to carry on. So with the stories that I do with these schools, I share about growing up down there at Salilo and talk about the importance of our way of life how we're supposed to carry on what we do now, what our ancestors taught us. So I always feel like this is what we need to do, you know, and share what we were taught from, you know, about the place and how important our foods are and teach our younger people before we lose our way, you know, our teachings that we were supposed to carry on to the younger ones. I always feel like Salilo will always be a cherished memory to me because watching it get go under has always stayed in my heart, you know, in my mind about seeing the flooding of it. So I always feel like that's important to remember a history that should be shared every year. You know, people need to know our history. 
Linda Miatis talking about the significance of Celilo Falls in her life and for the lives of Native people along the Columbia River since time immemorial. This Thursday is the 65th anniversary of the inundation of Celilo Falls. The Jim Pepper Arts Council has planned an event to commemorate the loss of the falls. The event will be held at Blue Lake Park in Fairview on Thursday. For our people and Mother Earth, I'm Sue Matters reporting for 91.9 FM KWSO.